We are in Champions League, man. That was my Dilly din, dilly dong, come on. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This is the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast with Gary Kearney. Hello, welcome to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. My name is Gary Kernin. Joining us today is Antonio Gagliardi. You are going to love this one. He was on the Italy Euro 2020 winning staff with Roberto Mancini as an assistant and chief analyst. He's also worked with Juve as well, alongside Andrea Pirlo. We had him on for the APFA Friday webinars which we've been doing for the last couple of months. They've been absolutely brilliant. We'd have some tremendous guests on. Massive thank you to APFA. We did this interview with Antonio and then we had a soccer resilience webinar with Brad Miller. You can find the full webinar on the APFA website for free. The link is below. And before we start, coaches, please join us on May 17th and 18th in Philadelphia. MLS experience with APFA. There's going to be an opposition scouting and analysis course held over the two days. There's also be going to be a match. There's also going to be networking. There's also going to be analysis work where everyone can work alongside each other and really experience analysis at the highest level and get a diploma. So if you're a coach and you have May 17th and 18th free or you want to upskill one of your staff members in analysis, please check that out. APFA, they've also given a free offer for this week. Use the code EVENT10 for 10% off. EVENT10 for 10% off. On the link below, in the details of the podcast. Check it out. Hope to see you in Philly. Drop me an email if you're going to be there. We can catch up. Gary at ModernSoccerCoach.com. All right, here is Antonio. Enjoy. Antonio, thank you so much for joining me uh, on the on the interview with APFA and Modern Soccer Coach. We're, we're delighted to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me. Hello, everybody. First question. I'm interested always in, in journeys and how people you know, get to the top and the and the, the kind of different pathways. You've you've gone with your pro license and a coaching background. Um, you've got your UEFA Pro. How has that helped your analysis side? Yes, yes. Um, I think uh, I think a lot. I think uh, UEFA Pro license uh, helped me a lot because uh, not all analysts can be a coaches, but uh, all coaches should be analysts. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best skills to be a good analyst is uh, uh, a great uh, tactical vision. And uh, the course and uh, my path as a coach help this skill a lot. Uh, also, uh, I took the, this journey, this path as a coach because uh, uh, I have been doing this job uh, an assistant for the past few years, and uh, I want to do it uh, in the future as well. In the years uh, when I did this work uh, as an analyst, 
I understand that uh, uh, the tactical aspect is uh, is the the most important things to be a good analyst. And uh, I start to uh, to um, to get the the, the licensee uh, UEFA B, then UEFA, a, and uh, finally last year's uh, UEFA Pro. It's uh, in Italy. It's not uh, easy uh, in Coverciano. In the in the last few years, uh, I like uh, I like uh, more the assistant and the coach work. Uh, always with an analyst uh, uh, mindset, because in Juventus and in uh, Euro Cup, I am assistant, but obviously I am the chief of the the all the analysis uh, opponent. Uh, or uh, every kind of analysis, but uh, uh, I I like uh, the the work in the pitch, uh, the, the drill, uh, um, and uh, for me for my future, I, uh, if uh, if I can, uh, I would like to be an assistant coach with analysis, uh, uh, obviously with analysis uh, mindset, but uh, I like the the. The, the work, uh, the job of uh, assistant. The future is always more uh, integrated. You know? mm-hmm. One time ago, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, the fitness coach, uh, he didn't uh, know uh, very well a tactical aspect. Now it's impossible. The fitness coach has to know the tactical aspect. The goalkeeper coach. For me, now it's the same, uh, is all a coaches, and then there is a, a first coach, and the other uh, specialized, no? Analyst, goalkeeper, fitness, set pieces, but uh, the, the main uh, target, the main goal, I don't know the, the, the right word, it's, it's tactical aspect. In my idea, in my opinion. You agree? Absolutely. For a head coach to make an impact, they've got to have all the staff in those departments. They've all got to be on the same page, right? No one understands. Yes, 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 yes. When you're working upstairs from an analyst's point of view and you're looking at the vantage point, does that change in what you're looking for with Italy, Juve, does it change club to club or, or coach to coach or do you keep the same processes for yourself? Good question. Uh, for me, uh, real-time tactical vision is one of the most uh, important activities for an uh, assistant or, uh, or analyst. Uh, usually, I am in, co- in, in contact with the bench to communicate some thoughts uh, um, some advice, etc. In real time, uh, I have some key tactical points that I observe every game. For example, our build-up against opponent pressing, or uh, our pressing against uh, opponent build-up. But uh, obviously, uh, some aspects change from game to game and uh, from coach to coach. Because Mancini wants to uh, to to focus in uh, 
in some aspects and uh, for example Andrea Pirlo in in, uh, in other but uh, in my uh, recent uh, experience uh, Euro Cup with Mancini and Juventus with Andrea Pirlo the coaches uh, uh, are uh, uh, sorry the coaches uh, have uh, uh, a little bit uh, the same uh, idea because uh, uh, both coaches want uh, to uh, to be good in build up uh, or both coaches want to uh, to be very high in press and some k uh, some uh, um, k tactical points are the same Whenever uh, in the Euro 2020, for example, at, did you go down at halftime to do any video uh, at the halftime break? Or what was your role there? Yes, uh, I have an assistant, another analyst, uh, Simone Contra. And uh, uh, in real time, uh, obviously, we, uh, we, uh, we tag uh, some, some clips. And uh, always in the break... Uh, uh, we uh, watched uh, one or two clips uh, with uh, a coach and uh, the staff. Sometimes, uh, I think in three or four games uh, in uh, Euro Cup, in uh, Euro Cup uh, are seven games, but in three or four games, uh, the clips uh, are showed uh, to the players. Always with the coach, sometimes with the players, but with, with the coach, uh, always. Coaches, we take a quick break here. Please join us in Philly on May 17th and 18th, where APFA will be hosting an MLS experience, opposition scouting and analysis. You come in, you do the course, watch a pro game, do some networking, hang out with some coaches and analysts in the professional game, and of course, get your diploma in opposition scouting and analysis. It's gonna be a great couple of days. Hope you can make it. There's a discount code below. Event 10 gets you 10% off for this week only. So get on it right away. They're capping it at 30 participants, which I'm sure it's going to fill up pretty quickly. So event 10 on the link below. APFA in Philly. Hope to see you on May 17th. Whenever you're in a tournament and you're playing teams later on in, in semifinals, quarterfinals and finals, and you haven't had a lot of time to prepare for those teams. How many games are you watching for, say, for England? How many games did you watch before you played England? Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, uh, in the Euro Cup, uh, I was not alone. No? Uh, I am the chief of the tactical and opponent uh, analysis, but uh, we have uh, another analyst. Uh, Simone Contrat and other two scouts uh, with, with us. Uh, we tried to see every match of the opponent in the Euro Cup. Uh, but uh, uh, obviously um, uh, the, the main uh, and uh, the most important matches of the opponent uh, was uh, uh, or the last games of the opponent or uh, a game uh, of the opponent game against some teams uh, play like us. Okay? 
but we try uh, to see every match because we uh, we we were four people and uh, we, we we have a time to see uh, five or six games. In generally, uh, I think uh, three or four, or four three four games is a uh, is a good number uh, of matches to watch and uh, and analyze. But uh, then we have to look for other aspects in other games during the league. If I if I see uh, very uh, if I see sorry uh, uh, if I see in every details three games, then I have the possibility to search in the platform other aspect in other games but uh, sometimes uh, i i hear some colleague that uh, uh, create a video only with uh, the clip and the highlights in the platform for me it's impossible one two three games i have to see all the data internally match and then it's a good opportunity i have this platform to uh, search for other aspects. But uh, I just know the, the team and I just I know what I want to, to search. Excellent. When you're working, you mentioned uh, four people on, on the staff uh, in, in Euros. How, what are the keys for that department to be successful? How, how was that successful for you guys? In Euro Cup, not in Juventus. Uh, Euro Cup. Ah, okay. Um, for me, the keys uh, to our uh, amazing victory were uh, Mancini and uh, the overperformance of the players. Uh, regarding analysis, uh, I think we did uh, a good job because Mancini created a clear model of play and a clear structure. And it was easier for us to understand the, opponent, uh, the opponent's weakness. With our positional play, uh, the key to our analysis was to think about our best offensive structure versus the opponent's defensive structure. Because if you, uh, if you uh, see in the details uh, our games, uh, our offensive structure is not the same in the, in the seven games. Uh, obviously, we have a, a clear uh, model and a clear structure when we, uh, we are in build up for example the left back go very high left winger insigne go uh, went uh, inside and we play with a, a sort of three two five no like uh, other positional play team but uh, in some matches we in in uh, i think in all matches uh, there there are a little bit of difference for example against Belgium uh, for the Belgium defensive structure we uh, uh, the, the, the coach Mancini uh, 
chosen to play with the 3 3 1 3 offensive structure with Insigne more inside in the center behind the two uh, Belgium midfielder is a, an example, no? Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, you said in a in an interview your your article in the Athletic, which was which was excellent. I loved it. You said that in the preparation, you you guys spent a lot of time in Italy working on yourselves. Um, was that is that um, or how how do you get that right that balance right between working on yourself and then also opposition and adapting? Yes, yes. Uh, first of all, we need to separate, for me, the video analysis for the players with uh, the video analysis for the coach and the staff. For the coach and the staff, is good for me to know the opponent in detail. But for the players, a lot of video analysis of the opponent can be a negative message. Uh, and uh, it's one of the reasons that uh, Mancini uh, um, wants this uh, uh, more ourselves uh, video analysis for a positive message for, for the players. In the future, and uh, seeing uh, recently tactical trends, I think video analysis of ourselves will be increasingly important because the opponent is always more difficult to analyze because always we have a fluid offensive phase of of the team and i have to be for me i have to concentrate more in my myself especially in the next future this wasn't one of the questions, so I apologize um, if, if this makes sense. The, in, in the US, a lot of coaches worry about giving players too much tactical information and overloading. It, is that something that's ever in Italy you ever worry about? But yes, I think uh, we, uh, unfortunately, we are... Uh, a master of overload uh, tactical information, but uh, 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 I not agree with uh, with this because uh, uh, I wa- I wrote this in my UEFA Pro thesis. Uh, a lot of information when in the match the opponent change uh, is very negative for the players and. Uh, um, uh, for me, the risk is the more I prepare, the less prepared I am. Because when you put a lot of information, uh, a lot of opponent information, and the match starts and the opponent change, my players are very uh, not focused in the match because don't recognize uh, uh, my information. And uh, because I, I wrote these, uh, uh, these phrases, no? Um, the more I prepare, the less prepared I am. Uh, because it's uh, the, 
it's a little bit uh, not uh, strange, but uh, for me, uh, in the modern football, uh, I I think I, it, there is the truth. Fantastic! That's that's fantastic. Um, you're when you were working with Italy and and Juve as well. I'm interested if if you were analyzing training sessions as well. Yes, uh, for me the training section is very important. But uh, I am uh, I am honest. Uh, when we play every three days, for example, in, in Juventus was the COVID year, and uh, we we played uh, all the season every three days. The study of the opponent was uh, the most important because. Uh, uh, the games is uh, is uh, <laughs> a lot, but uh, in generally, uh, I think uh, the the training uh, the training session analysis uh, is very important. It's very important because we uh, I want to to work uh, in uh, ourselves. When uh, again, this was in your article uh, on the Athletic, and you wrote a thesis in your pro license on counter pressing and culture, and how culture can impact counter pressing. I thought this was really, really interesting because um, a lot of it, I think, can can be can be seen in the US. If if you don't have a culture that uh, lends itself to counter pressing and meshes. Can a coach change that, or how does a coach change that? Uh, yes, I think that the counter pressing is the, the most important important tactical aspect to dominate a match. But uh, we have to train this tactical aspect in every session and almost every drill. I don't know well the American mindset about this aspect. But in my opinion, we have to insert the counter-pressing from the start of training camp until the end. For example, I like to start uh, the session with a rondo, but it's important to incorporate a rondo drill with the counter-pressing. And uh, it's very important to finish the practice sessions when, uh, with the counter-pressing game. Uh, we have to put the counter-pressing in uh, the mentality of the players, because the counter pressing is all, uh, is also a physical um, a physical uh, aspect, obviously. But for me, is more mentality aspect uh, than physical. Is a, a, a mentality aspect to stay in the game, to stay always in the game. I lose the ball, I want to recover. Because uh, I uh, I watch this and I watch this, the most uh, great teams in the in the history of football has this uh, uh, common tactical a counter pressing. If you are if you are good in counter pressing, there is a, a great possibility to dominate a match. But if you are good with the ball, but don't good, you are the, you aren't good in with the counter pressing. When you lose the ball, 
there is a, a counterattack. Uh, counter pressing is for me the most important tactical uh, key tactical for dominate uh, a match is the the most important fantastic um you mentioned about studying that in in the differences in england did you go somewhere and watch english sessions and see the difference for your course i don't have a possibility to study and analyze uh, uh, in details, uh, the England uh, team's uh, session uh, because uh, I, I don't work. Uh, uh, ne I never work in, in England. But uh, when you watch the uh, England uh, Premier League games and uh, when you talk about this with uh, uh, England uh, coach, I think the mentality of the player. The players uh, is uh, very focalized to uh, intensity to recover uh, fast the ball and uh, is uh, easier for a coach when coming to England to put this uh, this tactical uh, this tactical uh, aspect. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, can you talk a little bit about build-up disruption percentage? That, that you developed and how that could help coaches? Yes, uh, build up uh, disruption percentage, BDP, uh, is a metric that uh, I have developed uh, with an Italian company, Soccerman. Uh, first of all, I thought of developing something about pressing because I don't think the PPDA metric is very efficient. Uh, the idea of uh, build-up disruption uh, percentage is to measure an opponent's build-up percentage because sometimes if uh, I have a team press very high on the pitch but they don't immediately recover the ball because, for example, the opponent kicks a long ball, uh, I miss the, the data. And uh, instead, with PDP, with a build-up disruption percentage, I have a possibility uh, to count the opponent opponent uh, percentage of uh, of passes. No, and this is the the main idea. Uh, I indirectly measure of the pressing. You mentioned there about about PPDA being more ineffective uh, where do you think the flaws are with ppda because uh, uh, sometimes in ppda uh, i don't know uh, for example uh, i am very high in the press uh, in the pitch for pressing uh, but i choose uh, i choose for example um, uh, I choose that uh, uh, I don't press your goalkeeper. And for example, you uh, you you make uh, a lot of passes with a goalkeeper, but I'm I'm impressing, I'm impressing because I'm very high and you don't have a possibility to to make a progressive passes, no. But in the PPDA, you have a lot of passes. And uh, sometimes, uh, uh, when I see the, the, the standings of PPDA, 
I don't see the team, the teams that, uh, uh, in my tactical view, are the best in uh, in the pressing. Not always, but uh, it's not uh, it's not perfect. Always be uh, also the BDP is not perfect, eh? but uh, uh, I think it's better. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, what advice do you have for for analysts who want to work at Italian level, Juve level? Hey, it's a it's a good question. Uh, I want to speak about three points. Uh, first point is uh, the passion. You have to have a lot of passion, which includes uh, watching many games, uh, studying. And analyzing. For example, uh, I read a lot of articles and I try to always be updated. It's uh, very important for me. Second is uh, uh, two key points is tactical and data. I think that the analyst has to be a good tactical coach, but needs to know the data. The integration of data with the tactical aspect will be one of the most important things in the future, in my opinion. Three, uh, create a network. If you are if you if you are good, but nobody knows, it's difficult. You have to create a network through I don't know social media, but also in uh, real life. The network. Uh, it's important to, to work in uh, in, highest, in I guess, level. Last question for you, and this has been out. I've loved this. Uh, so again, thank you so much. The last question is: w- when you're working with with uh, the Andrea Pirlo's and the Roberto Mancini's and the legends of football, uh, how do how do you build a trust and rapport with that coach? Hey. When we speak about this, uh, uh, we speak about a relationship. Uh, and the relationship are always different. It's difficult to have uh, general rules for this. Uh, I think knowledge is always the first thing to help a coach and, uh, and the staff. But uh, uh, we have uh, to add work ethic and for me, it's very important to have a high level of humility from the beginning, because uh, uh, sometimes these uh, great former players, uh, obviously, uh, they they know very well the, the 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 soccer, the football, and you have to to you have. You have to have this uh, high level of uh, humility. Fantastic. Um, did you sleep during Euro 2020? Was it just... Uh, no, no, not a lot, not a lot, but uh, yeah, Euro Cup is uh, only one month. One month, so it's possible. One year, uh, it's different. One year in the club, is different. For one month, you, you can, uh, you can uh, do this. Yeah, high pressure a uh, 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 Juve as well. High pressure is that difficult? Uh, 
Yes, but uh, for me, it's never not a real problem because, uh, uh, yes, during the, the game, I feel the competition. But in general, uh, I have a, a lot of experience at uh, this level, no? Because uh, 12 uh, years with uh, the Italy national team, plus other uh, experience in Juventus, in the Super League, in the Turkish Super League. Uh, for me, it's important uh, having uh, other hobbies and other passions because this uh, helps to decrease the, the pressure because uh, you, uh, you don't uh, uh, think always this, uh, this aspect. Uh, during the game, it's normal feel feel the competition but uh, when the game is finished you for me you have to be focalized but you have to be uh, you have to have other passions uh, Gary for me it's very very uh, ple- it's, it was a pleasure for me stay with uh, with you uh, thank you always for your time sorry for my English I hope uh, that I improve in the next um, months and uh, good uh, good luck for everyone. Thank you. Antonio, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. For more coaching topics, sessions, and resources, head on over to Coach Kernin on Facebook or visit the website at www.modernsoccercoach.com.